Wow, what a shot in the arm. The listenership in 18 to 22 has risen and so has 23 to 27. Yay! Oh my God, an increase in numbers. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. You spread the word. This is good. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. It's a daily podcast, and I'm your host, Pamela Staten. I'm ecstatic again. Wow. Woo, that little voice in my head said, check your demographics and... Bam! That's lovely. 9,900. But you didn't hear it from me. Dedicating today's podcast so deservedly to Jordan and Chris. They got married, married. Oh my goodness. They got engaged over the weekend. Congratulations, you guys. Well, you'll be getting married soon. And I also want to dedicate the podcast to my friend Carlos. He's doing well, and I'm so glad. And it was just lovely to see uh, lots of pictures of, of his happy face. And that was heartwarming. Woo! And I'm just dedicating it to the listeners. You guys... The numbers are increasing. The demographics in the areas we needed it most are growing. What more? What more can I ask? Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. For anybody going through any kind of body aches or pains, this is a cure-all prayer. So please join me in Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins. And rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. God, grant me the serenity 
to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it. Trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. Woo! This is Pray With Me. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Just a sec. Okay, okay, where to begin? Um, I tell you, doing this podcast is like piloting a 747, meaning <laughs> I know we're about to take flight. I know the destination. I know the cargo that I have on board and I am fueled and ready for takeoff. So I do a preparation uh, for the podcast every day. And uh, everyone knows that I'm really fond of Dr. Charles Stanley. So I'd like to share two messages that he had. um, Very important, I felt. No one likes criticism. But encountering some is inevitable, so we need to learn how to respond in a godly way. Although you might be tempted to become defensive or angry, remain calm and listen. The words may hurt, but great benefits come to those who carefully consider what is said. If we refuse to accept reproof, will limit our potential for Christ-like character development and spiritual growth. Some of life's best lessons come through difficult experiences. If God allowed the situation, you can be sure that he wants to use it in transforming you into his son's image. Whether the criticism is valid or not, Whether it's delivered with kindness or harshness, your goal should always be to respond in a way that glorifies the Lord. Remember that you are responsible only for how you handle yourself, not for how the other person is acting. When a criticism comes your way, be quiet and listen until the other person has finished. Make direct eye contact to show attentiveness and respect. When your critic finishes, thank him for bringing his concerns to your attention and tell him that you will consider what he said. Ask the Lord if the accusation is valid. 
let him search your heart and either affirm your innocence or convict you. Every rebuke is an opportunity from God. It's a chance to let your Christian character shine by showing love to your critic. If he is angrily attacking you, your respect and kindness become a powerful testimony. Criticism is also an occasion to humble yourself and accept the Lord's correction. Amen. Ponder that for a second. Be right back. Continuing with Dr. Charles Stanley's teaching, he says, when conflict occurs, the natural reaction is to blame someone else and defend yourself. But believers must respond differently. Once I was publicly chastised for a wrong I had not committed. Thankfully, the Lord enabled me to remain calm rather than react angrily. Praying first is always the best response in a crisis. When we do, God supernaturally provides that which we cannot muster up ourselves. Spiritual discernment. The Lord who perfectly understands the source of every problem can give us insight beyond our limited perspective. Perhaps there's been a communication breakdown, a feeling of jealousy on the other person's part, or a mistake we unknowingly made. The Holy Spirit can show us how to approach our accuser and see beyond hurtful words or actions. A quiet spirit. Our human nature wants to react quickly so that we can defend ourselves. And that's why we must first deliberately focus our attention on the Lord and experience the inward peace he alone makes available to us. You can read about it more in John chapter 14. Wisdom. Jesus told his disciples the Holy Spirit would give them wise words to say when they faced hostile authorities. He'll do the same for you. Ask him to put a seal on your lips until he shows you what to say and when. Check out Psalm 141. We don't have to react to criticism with anger and self-protection the way the world does. Instead, we are called to represent Christ in every situation by depending upon him. In responding as he directs, we bring glory to him and cause unbelievers to want to know the source of our strength. Amen. An In Touch magazine. It says, have you ever wondered why God 
lets bad things happen to you or whether your past keeps him from loving you. But just because you feel unloved does not mean that you actually are. The Apostle Paul could probably relate in today's reading of 2 Corinthians that he encountered hardship after hardship while following God. And his past was so checkered with sin that he could have assumed that he had good reason to feel unloved. Yet Paul kept spreading his message of hope that God loves us and sent his son to die for our sins. The situation we find ourselves in may be unfair, painful, or humiliating, but it doesn't mean that God has stopped loving us. Sometimes we face difficulty because he is smoothing our rough edges and molding us into his image. Other trials are instigated by the devil but are allowed through the Lord's permissive will. Either way, God is working everything out for our good according to his specific purposes for each believer's life. The key to accepting the truth of God's unconditional love is to focus attention on him rather than on your circumstances. When you are learning of him, talking with him, and sharing your life with him, trust and faith will replace all doubt and fear. Amen. So comforting to know. When you are learning of him, talking with him, and sharing your life with him, trust and faith will replace all doubt and fear. Amen. Be right Slipping in Proverbs because we can't get enough. The king's heart is like a stream of water directed by the Lord. He guides it wherever he pleases. People may be right in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their heart. The Lord is more pleased when we do what is right and just than when we offer him sacrifices. Haughty eyes, a proud heart, and evil actions are all sin. Good planning and hard work leads to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Wealth created by a lying tongue is a vanishing mist and a deadly trap. The violence of the wicked sweeps them away because they refuse to do what is just. The guilty walk a crooked path, the innocent travel a straight road. It is better to live alone in the corner of an attic than with a quarrelsome wife in a lovely home. Evil people desire evil. Their neighbors get no mercy from them. 
If you punish a mocker, the simple-minded become wise. If you instruct the wise, they will be all the wiser. The righteous one knows what is going on in the homes of the wicked. He will bring disaster on them. Those who shut their ears to the cries of the poor will be ignored in their own time of need. A secret gift calms anger. A bribe under the table pacifies fury. Justice is a joy to the godly, but it terrifies evildoers. The person who strays from common sense will end up in the company of the dead. Those who love pleasure become poor. Those who love wine and luxury will never be rich. The wicked are punished in place of the godly and the traitors in place of the honest. It's better to live alone in the desert than with a quarrelsome complaining wife. The wise have wealth and luxury, but fools spend whatever they get. Whoever pursues righteousness and unfailing love will find life, righteousness, and honor. The wise conquer the city of the strong and level the fortress in which they trust. Watch your tongue and keep your mouth shut and you will stay out of trouble. Mockers are proud and haughty. They act with boundless arrogance. Despite their desires, the lazy will come to ruin for their hands refuse to work. Some people are always greedy for more, but the godly love to give. The sacrifice of an evil person is detestable, especially when it is offered with wrong motives. A false witness will be cut off, but a credible witness will be allowed to speak. The wicked bluff their way through, but the virtuous think before they act. No human wisdom or understanding or plan can stand against the Lord. The horse is prepared for day of battle, but the victory belongs to the Lord. Amen. Proverbs. I wish I had them memorized. Be right back. And God's promises day by day. Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 17 You are God ready to pardon, gracious and merciful. Don't get stuck on where you were. Don't waste your time focusing on what you used to be. Remember, the hope we have in Christ means there's a brighter tomorrow. The sins are forgiven. The shame is canceled out. We're no longer chained to a deep dark pit of the past. Grace gives us wings to soar beyond it. Amen.
in God's way day by day. Matthew chapter 7 verse 11 If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? A good parent gives gifts that are appropriate to a child's development and maturity. A good parent gives gifts that will be a blessing to a child and will not cause the child harm. And so it is with God. He gives us the gifts that are appropriate for us according to our spiritual ability to handle the gifts in such a way that they are a blessing and not harmful. Good gifts are the only kind that God can or will give. Amen. And prayers from the wilderness. Close your eyes and bow your head if you're not driving. (laughs) Father, I give you praise today for showing me glimpses of restoration and allowing your light to lift me. In my storm of affliction, it was difficult to see that you were working for my good. But now, blessings are removing the burdens, joy is replacing sorrow, faith is overshadowing doubt, and the abundant power of grace is in position to pour out your favor. In my wilderness, You always assured me my ladder will be greater than my past. You constantly reminded me that you do have a plan for my life, and that includes prosperity and good. You continuously repeated to me that I am more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. Now as you move me into the joy of restoration, You are showing me the wilderness experience was essential for my growth and your purpose. Father, I am thankful for the storms which kept me connected to you. Your perfect will protected me. Ministering angels surrounded me. Prayers strengthened me. And your word encouraged me. I realize restoration does not end the constant battle with the adversary. In fact, he merely devises more tactics with different strategies. However, I praise and worship you as a God who is sovereign, a God who constantly reminds me that you cannot lie a God who speaks and does what he promises, a God who can do anything but fail, and most of all, a God who is a loving Father. Lord, as restoration opens a new door and chapter in my life, and your word and promise directs me, I pray for grace 
to fulfill your purpose. I need your mercy to cover me, Lord, when I falter. Please bless me with faith, Lord, to believe and trust you, especially when I feel inadequate for an assigned task. Provide me with compassion to touch hearts as your chosen vessel, wisdom to listen for your voice, and understanding to comprehend your share of your word. I desire to live according to your will, so Father, lead me and help me to follow you as you show me the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Isaiah 40, verses 29 to 31. He gives power to the weak. To those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Amen. Listeners, God gives us a future and a hope. Class was so awesome tonight, it blew me away. So I'm going to ponder on my notes, get my little speech together, and I'll be sharing with you tomorrow. So that means you got to come back (laughs) and pray with me again. Have a blessed day. Love your neighbor, and your neighbor is everyone that crosses your path. Bye for now.